What are you afraid of? Scared you go there and find out that he doesn't love you anymore, honey. You can't control that. The only thing you can control is how you feel. Not how you feel, but how you deal with what you feel that is real. You've got to relax, relate, and release into reality. What was that like, being in therapy? Uh, Were you, what did you talk about that you had never acknowledged to yourself or talked talk? I grew so much from the experience. But I think the most important thing I got is that everything is connected. I mean, if I have a problem, I usually just go to church, give me some Jesus, <laughs> and I'm cool. Welcome back to another episode of Black in Therapy, where we are discovering journeys, dismantling myths, and declaring our truths. It's Sarah Ashley here. And I got my dope co-host. Hey y'all, Donna here. <laughs> so you're going to say that you don't talk a little bit lower once you get into the mic. That's not a regular tone of voice. Oh, okay. Apparently I don't speak loud enough for Sarah, but I, I speak... That's how I talk. How? Donna was just having a full-fledged conversation with me at a normal um, level. And then I talk in the mic and, and start with... I hate it to Donna. <laughs> who, who is it? Who is it? <laughs> All right, sis. Um, let's jump right into our first segment. I got a story to tell. Well, first I'm going to ask you how you doing this week because I feel like we fell off a little bit from... Talking about how we're feeling and how our moods are. And I um, this week I did put a poll up up on our Instagram. Um, how you feeling? Um, so tell me how you feeling this week or how you feeling today? Uh, I'm feeling like I got some stuff done this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like... So I guess my feeling will be accomplished. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the space I'm in right now. Like I feel accomplished. Like though I might not have been productive in a lot of areas I feel like I did some major things that I needed to do mm-hmm. um some self-care things just some things I needed to do so I am I feel accomplished how you feeling um I'm feeling um I, I did feel accomplished this week too but mm-hmm. only on Thursday and Friday I feel like the beginning of the week was the beginning of the month mm-hmm. and new month new goals um women's history month i had a very good february i feel like i celebrated love a lot in february but this the last end of the week i felt accomplished um but i really didn't feel kind of feel like normal like nothing too exciting nothing you know Mm -hmm. nothing to be sad about but just just normal nothing too exciting i also feel grateful too um Mm -hmm. i i was talking to my best friend and he was just telling me about some family stuff and um well i have two best friends y'all so Jaquetta and Aaron. So I was talking to Aaron and um, just sharing some family stuff, which which puts stuff in perspective for me. Like sometimes you let things bother you, but then when you look at the bigger picture, it's like, yo, I'm grateful for my parents. I'm grateful for my family. I'm also grateful to have like dope friends in my life mm-hmm. that I get to like experience things with. And just my friends, they have wisdom too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to my, my one friend, Shari, and she just was like, you know, we have everything we need. Mm-hmm. And that like kind of took like, 
whatever anxiety I was feeling off of me because it's like it's stuff you want right it's it's, right. it's things that I need to have by a certain amount of time like as far as money goes like even when mm-hmm. we quit my job like there are things I need a certain amount of money I need every you know to maintain what I what I do and it's just like yo but you have everything you need like right. and I think it's important that we like start centering ourselves sometimes mm-hmm. and like not let those anxious thoughts overtake us because like we literally Right. And right now, sitting in this in this in this room, we have everything we need. Right. Right. Now. And a lot of times, I think we also we often um, people in general obsess about what they don't have mm-hmm. versus under like recognizing the things that they do have. Because since you have things, the things that you have, people don't. I feel like they automatically take it for granted. And mm-hmm. it's not necessarily that you're ungrateful. It's just that it seems so normal to us mm-hmm. to have certain things. That we don't we don't appreciate it, right? Um, so it's like, oh, well, I want these things. So right. it's like, since you don't have those things, those are the things that's co- constantly in your mind, right? And constantly thinking about the things we don't have or right. what we got to do to get there, right? Um, and thinking about the you know getting there versus like enjoying the journey, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like, because right. it's probably gonna be days when we wish our life was this simple, again. right? Like, and I'm sure it'll come. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure like once we start um, seeing clients and everything else like that, mm-hmm. and our and our schedules get. You told me today, like I don't, I don't understand your time management. I don't understand how you think you can do all these things in one day. And it's like, if I think I could do all these things in one day now, like imagine a year from now when we have, you know, a real clientele. Mm-hmm. What is that going to look like? Right. Um, and even grateful for like the the small things. Like I got two new clients this week mm-hmm. that you know I didn't have a week ago. Right. And so it's just like those little things, those little even us doing a podcast the other day, the unrecognized real podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we got connections with that, like you know, mm-hmm. as far as like expanding the pocket so i'm just mm-hmm. i'm just really like being more um i wanted to pay more attention to the things i should be grateful for this week. right the little things that right. we might we may think that it's just you know oh it's normal for us to be on someone else's podcast or it's normal mm-hmm. for us to um you know have these bu- busy schedules where we got to do this and do that and we working and we got to do this and like but we have to be grateful to be able to do those things mm-hmm. right and even grateful for resources. I think sometimes I look at resources sometimes as like I'm being a burden to people. Mm-hmm. But even being more um, keen as to like understanding like, listen, God put these people around you for a reason. Right. If you want to get somewhere or you need something, then use your resources and mm-hmm. not being afraid to use them. Be grateful for them. Right. But then also at the same time, like, yeah, I know these people, but mm-hmm. it's like now you got to use them too. Mm-hmm. So that's that that's how i'm feeling it's a combination (laughs) was that was that your story or you got another story i got a story so i got a story tell tell us about your story uh so um i was at my hairdresser who's like my big sis and um her husband came down and we were just chatting about you know life and he asked me he was like you know with all your accomplishments because he was talking about the podcast i was telling him about donna and he was like well you know what's her educational background i was telling him he was like so would y'all date anybody um, that didn't have what y'all had credential wise. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, like if they were doing something, like mm-hmm. I don't, I, you don't have to match my degrees. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to match my degrees. You don't have to match any of that, but you can match, you know, not even my drive. Like as long as you are pulling in something and mm-hmm. bringing something to the table into the relationship, um, I think that's more important than what you have obtained, like right. degree wise, because, at the end of the day, anybody can write your papers in school. Like, you right. know, a degree is a degree. Like, whether how you get to the end of the road, as long as you get there. But I don't I don't think that I feel like I have to, um, you know, engage with somebody to, and they have to match my level of success. Mm-hmm. Um, but does credentials even equal success? Right. It doesn't. Right. Right. We know that. 
Um, so even you saying that, oh, so was he asking do they have to meet your success or do, was he asking do they have to meet your like education? He was asking education, specifically education. Okay, education. Like would I look down on somebody that did not have a master's degree or a bachelor's degree or associate's degree? Like what does that matter? Yeah. First of all, we don't look down on anybody. Let's start there. And for me personally, I definitely wouldn't mm-hmm. um, look down on nobody that didn't have degrees because... We didn't think we were any less when we had a bachelor's degree. Or for me, I had an associate's degree. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't think anything less of myself right. um, when I didn't have them. And I think that... And I don't even think... I think more of myself now that I do have it. It's like, you going to know. Like, if I... Like, my Instagram name and all that. Like, yeah, you going to know I have a master's. But simply before the work that I do. Like, mm-hmm. I need y'all to know that... To our point about earlier about the whole, like, people out here... And this is a pet peeve of mine. Um... People out here saying they this and they that, but don't have the educational background to back that up. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's my issue. Right. So like, what you gonna know that this sets me apart because I really know what I'm talking about. Right. And not that somebody without a master's degree doesn't know what they're talking about, but I think in certain areas, certain things have to qualify you. Right. And and that could just be my personal opinion, but when I see things on social media and it's like, oh, come to me for grief counseling, it's like it's deeper than just talking to people. Right. And like I think that. That's the part we can fail people on because we don't know. We don't really know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you could talk about grief. You could Google the, the you know, the stages, the stages of grief, grief right. and all that. But it's like, at the end of the day, you can't go but so far because you don't have the tools to go deep in. Because mm-hmm. once they're out in the deep end, what are you going to do to pull them back right. in? Right, right. Like, you that's my fear. And, and, you're, and that is doing, pulling, putting somebody into that situation, into that stage, that's doing a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, pulling, pulling those feelings and those emotions right. out of them. right. That's a lot for people. And right. then who are you or what can you do to assist them in those moments? Right. You know, so. And so that's why I say, like, you going to know I got a master's degree as far as the work I do in the field. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like it makes me any better. Like, I will go out on the street corner with anybody. I'll go to Franklin's any day. Like, it, it mm-hmm. don't it don't make me better. Like, I can't. I didn't, I didn't get a master's degree and be like, I, I've arrived. I'm the, mm-hmm. you know, it ain't that. Like. Right. It's for, it's, it's specific. Your education is specifically for the need like for your need of it for mm-hmm. for you to provide therapy and treatment and right. to run your nonprofit and to do things like that. That is where your education in my mind, I think that educate that going to college maybe um is an experience mm-hmm. that maybe some people may have may have not um understood or gotten. But do you bring your job and your education at home with your with your significant other or who, who the people that you mm-hmm. date? Like, that much of your life, or at least for me, I feel like that much of my life, obviously, like, you know, our job and our career takes a lot of our lives, but that that is not, you know, that doesn't take over my life to where, like, my partner needs to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, as educated in something that I am. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, or even if it's something separate. And obviously, education don't equal, equal success um, and whatever success means to you, but in this case, monetary success. Education right. do not equal monetary success. Let me just tell y'all because, again, we're therapists, but we're, social services is still social services mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. Um, so we, we, we're not engineers. We're not, you know, uh, medical doctors. Right, right. So um, I don't think, I think that that's recognizable that the, the education piece doesn't necessarily equal whatever success means for you mm-hmm. in your relationship. Right, and I agree with that too. And um, But what I did say is that, you know, and to your point, provision and success don't equal degrees. And it's like, what I won't, what I realize now, though, Donna, what I won't do is um, you got to you gotta have something. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I don't want to build no projects. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to, I'm not, I don't want to put my Bob the Builder head on and be like, all right, well, let's get you together. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to have to get you together. Like, at right. this stage of my life, at this age of my life, I don't mm-hmm. want to have to get you together. So, though, no, I'm not necessarily looking for a master's degree, a bachelor's degree. I'm not necessarily looking for those things. But it's like, you got to, like, be, be almost where you need to be. Like, because mm-hmm. I don't have time to be pulling out my nails my hammers and all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm not there no more. Like, I don't have it in me. Mm-hmm. Um, done it before um, multiple times. And it's like, I'm not doing it no more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that was my answer too. Like, you know. And then I was at lunch with um, Aaron. And he just was like, I don't think black people date in their level. He's like, white people really, you know, make it a point to date and marry on their level. He said, whereas though black people will go out and you will have a master's degree. And you'll go get somebody that ain't doing nothing. A project. Mm-hmm. That you got to build up. And then you get pregnant. And then now, where's the wealth at? Mm-hmm. He said, a, 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 he felt like a successful black man goes and dates, you know, a woman with like five or six kids. And just don't have nothing. Not saying if you got five or six kids, you don't have nothing going on for yourself. But like, just, if you could think of the most like, um, project person. Like, not from the projects, but like a project. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what that's what black men go out and get. Like somebody that they got to fix They got to fix and, up. And, they got to get mm-hmm. together. And it's just like... You know, that's he's like that's one of the issues with black wealth why we cannot always. So does he think it. that like wealthy men should date wealthy women, and that poor he just thinks that we should, should date poor people? people should date on their level. I, I mean, I, I guess, and that's in his experience. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've personally, I guess, I, I feel like I I've dated on my level. I feel like I've dated below my level. But then, like, but what know, can we talk about? Can we touch on now how you feel about dating? Though? What you um, won't do, or you don't want to talk about? But it? what do you mean by like le- like level? Like so, then it's just like what, what do you always like? say now? I don't know. What I say? You not gonna date broke? I'm not dating a poor. Oh, I'm not dating a poor. That's yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. But okay, so why? Why wouldn't I? Da- because I feel like I feel like Whitley on what is the show? And you know I'm not good with shows. A different world. Yes. Not what is the show? It's a <laughs> what you mean? Or, I'm like, wait, was she a different world? Like, I just, uh, why won't I date the poor? Because I, I'm not poor and I don't want to be poor. And I feel like a man that I would be interested in wouldn't be, wouldn't be in those situations. And it's not necessarily, again, monetarily poor. I feel like it's like, he's so much of a leader that it's, it's impossible for him to be poor because he has to lead my household. He has, he has to lead. So how would he be poor? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um... Yeah, I'm not dating a poor. I'm just so. Do you agree with Amber saying like we should date on our level or above? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. I do think so. Um, but I don't know. I feel like the the whole dating scene is just I'm so out of whack with it all. So I really feel like I'd be really having to like think so hard about it. But yeah, I do think people should date on their on their level, whatever that means. Is, is that monetary? Like, but then it's just like, how do you know how much people make? Like, I how think for you... me, it's not even more so monetary. Like, when I think about dating on my level, like, I need somebody that um, communicates, that understands, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, that moves. Not necessarily how I move, because I move around a lot. Like, mm-hmm. but that's what I think about. Like, money comes. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not, my, my, my biggest concern is not always money, because money finds its way to me. So, mm-hmm. I'm not always concerned about money, but it's like, how, you know, like, it's the other stuff that I need, like, you know, like, relationship with God-wise, like, mm-hmm. my level like that, like, I don't need you out shouting and running around church, but, like, I need you to have a relationship with God. Like, mm-hmm. I need, I need that. Um, and so, 
those things matter to me. Mm-hmm. Because if I feel like if I don't have those things, then I'll find myself wandering to get those things. Yeah. If you don't bring it all to the table, then I'm... And it's not even about 100%. You're never going to find somebody at 100%. Hopefully, we might, you know, we're not mm-hmm. married yet. But it's like, I don't want to wander because you don't have those major things that I need. Right. Level-wise. And when you explain it that way, I feel like it's just basically like somebody that's equally low because yoke as you. Because mm-hmm. when you say level, I just feel like that means there's a higher and a lower mm-hmm. and there's a, a a wealthy and a poor. I mean, and I always say like, I'm, I wouldn't date the poor. Like, you know, it's something that I joke about all the time. Like, joke but serious. <laughs> But like I think when you say level, it just it just like demeans some people because it's like people like do people with only high school diplomas and people who make fifty thousand they people they make fifty thousand mm-hmm. or that range like I feel like levels I don't know I just don't like the word level because mm-hmm. it's just like um it just means like someone is higher and someone and else is lower. lower right so I just so feel like you just they somebody that's on your same wave or that's on your right right, because even when we talk about equally yoke like people always think it's like religion wise and it's Mm -hmm. not just like religion wise it's like everything else too because Mm -hmm. if you think about the yoke that's what was around the animals necks when they grazed the land and so like you couldn't have one animal up here and then one animal down here and they Mm -hmm. trying to graze the land right it wouldn't work right so they had to be equally Mm -hmm. yoked like with the yoke around their neck so i think it's to your point it's everything it's not just religion and i Mm -hmm. think people fail to realize that piece too um, but yeah, I mean, I want to date somebody equally yoked with me. I don't want to have to try to search for other stuff or feel like I got to overcompensate for what you don't have. Right. And even if that's a money, sometimes I, I get it. We a team, but I don't always want to always be the one that has to overcompensate. Unless right. I got it like that and then we could just live and be free. And just, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be one out here grinding five or six jobs and you sitting at home when I come on watching TV. Like, it ain't right. going, that ain't mm-hmm. going to work. No house husband for you? <laughs> I mean, no house husband for me. But that's not attractive. <laughs> for you. It's not attractive to me. Oh, okay. Like, do something. Like, I don't care if you don't have a nine to five. Like, mm-hmm. do something. But you wouldn't be the housewife? I, I, that's not in me. No. That's not attractive to me either. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, and it's not. No no, no shade to the housewives. Like, you know, my, my little sister's a stay-at-home mom. Like, no shade to that. That's a hard mm-hmm. job. I just need to... The way my... The way I'm set up, Donna, like, even when we were just talking about that day I was sick, mm-hmm. like, when I had that stomach virus, it's like, that, I don't stay in the bed. I don't stay mm-hmm. home. I don't stay inside the house. Like, that's just not me. Right. So, I mean, it was me during quarantine, but it wasn't. <laughs> right. You, know, you ain't had no choice. I ain't had no choice, but, like, you know, that's not me. So, I can't see myself. Being with someone who. Or being that person that you expect me to stay home and, like, be right. honest that, like, that's, that's why your husband and you, you and your husband are going to be equally yoked. Y'all right. going to find that balance. Y'all going to be on the same wing. Right. Y'all going to compliment each other. Right. The word level just doesn't sit right with me. But all the other things, right. you know, I agree with. So that's, like, a highlight that stood out to me this week, that conversation, because it made me think. And I remember even when I first came home from Bloomsburg and, like, the guys on the corner of my block, like, you know, they, they felt like we were uppity. We didn't do anything that was different. Mm-hmm. But they just felt like we were uppity. Like, oh, they made it out. They went to college. And it's like, oh, y'all can't speak now because we all in college. It's like, what? Like. Right. Other people you, other like, people make it seem like. Yeah, like, right. like we got a chip on our shoulders. And, like, that's not the case. And, and you know. And not that he thought that we would do that. He just was making conversation. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, what do y'all think about that? So, yeah, that was, like, kind of, like, my week. One of the one of the things that stood out this week because you know, um, and I wanted to talk to you about that because like what would you? Yeah, that was a good that was a good topic. We talked about dating um 
earlier this week we did um unrecognized real podcast um shout out to my girlfriend Aaliyah. we did um we was a guest on their podcast not sure when that's when they dropped in the episode but um we talked about dating on that right. show so that was that was a pretty that was, was kind of like conversation. this conversation about yeah. um dating and therapy and just um because dating and therapy that could be that's a whole topic of a show i always say i feel like every show i say this is gonna be a topic for another show and then we mm-hmm. forget the yeah, topic we that it. we said we right um but dating and therapy that's definitely um something we're gonna talk about something right. we can educate the people on right yeah we could we could rock out with that if we could do that i ain't gonna put no day on it but we can do that for sure um anything you want to share um no i think we covered we covered a lot in it um and your story kind of trickled down to my story and doing mm-hmm. a podcast this week again i didn't have too too much of an exciting exciting week mm-hmm. we did do the podcast that was do we did have some conversations about um relationships and therapy um so yeah that was good cool all right let's get ready for our next segment don't believe the hype Donna, what you got for us today? So today we are going to talk about a myth about therapy, um, as we always do. Um, and this is a myth that is kind of interesting, um, and we'll and we'll get into why it's so interesting. The myth is basically that um, therapy will make you feel worse. And it's funny because I see a lot of that on social media about other people telling other people. You know how people always telling people something. People telling other people that therapy gonna make you feel worse. Therapy is supposed to make you feel bad because if not, then it's not working. Or if it doesn't make you feel bad, then that means that you didn't get to the root of it. Or if it didn't make you feel bad, then or you didn't feel worse, or if you didn't cry, like they feel like that signifies it's um it's working or or it's progress or it's process um and that's what i missed this week that therapy does not have to make you feel worse tell them why it doesn't have to make them feel worse doesn't have to make you feel worse but there are going to be times when you do feel bad leaving therapy like i didn't Mm -hmm. leave therapy every day like had a great therapy session Mm -hmm. like that wasn't the case every day like some days i sat in my car and cried Mm -hmm. because it's like what therapy does is a journey so it literally takes you through a process like mm-hmm. a car wash right if i can make it any kind of like it takes you through a car wash um and several cycles of a car wash not just one time mm-hmm. um and so they're not going to be every everything in a car wash is not the same you know right. first you get the tires then you they might scrub your car before you even enter the car wash like it's a it's a process so i say that to say that every ta- every time that you go to therapy every session is not going to be always a nice easy I got that off my chest session. Like mm-hmm. some days are going to challenge you. And I think a good therapist challenges you. Right. Um, and, it, and and kind of drives that change in you. Mm-hmm. So I do think that there are going to be days where you won't leave feeling good. But then there are going to be other days. And, and, and the outcome of it all, you'll be in a better place. Like, right. So you're going to have to get through some tough days to get to the better place. But I think that you'll have more good days than worse days at therapy is what right. i'm trying to say mm-hmm. um, and depending on what you go to therapy for it doesn't like don't forget that people don't always go to therapy for trauma people don't always go to tr- therapy for grief people 
people going go to therapy for a challenge that may not necessarily be something that they're going to feel worse about. Like, you know what I'm saying? So people are just different. Now, I think we're all going through a pandemic and we're, you know, we're losing um, opportunities. We're losing people. We're losing, you know, our the things that we're used to day to day. Um, and I don't know if you saw that post that everybody pretty much posted on social media. But last year, this time was mm-hmm. our last normal week. Right. Um, so we've lost a lot of things. But people don't necessarily go to therapy all the time for something that is going to bring out something that's, you know, super traumatic or, you know, those types of situations. That's not necessarily true. And no therapist is going to take you somewhere that they can't help you in. And bring, right. So therapy. So even if they may make you feel worse, it's not like. Oh, the gosh. goal is always to leave on a good note. Right, right. right. They're still going to be able to, it's like, they're not about to take you all the way to the end. And be like, bye. Right. <laughs> See, I still love you, I still love you, All right. All right. Like, they're not going to do that to you. Um, any skilled professional therapist, um, credentialed therapist, they're not going to do that to you. So, um, you may feel bad or sad or any any overwhelmed you may feel any ray of emotions in therapy but that does not mean that you're going to feel worse about yourself or worse about the trauma or worse about the things that you're going to therapy for necessarily but you may Mm -hmm. you you very may have um to go through some stuff i think the bigger point is that even on those bad days because even if i come to therapy and i might not be coming for anything traumatic i might just be having an emotional day Mm-hmm. And so, you know, therapy just might be emotional that day. Right. Um, but to, to Donna's point, there's always, like, you got to save that last five minutes to um, be strength-based. Like, mm-hmm. no matter, you know, what it is, you have to be strength-based. And I don't know who, um, who out there pledged, but it's like when you go to set, it always has to be that space for uplift. And, like, you got to always be able to bring it back to that strength base because you can't let somebody leave on a note of just being down. Like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't work that way. And so... um you know, it, 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 it can be difficult some days, but I think a, a good therapist, all therapists should really be able to bring it back around and be strength based at the end of the at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So don't get discouraged when you think that it's always going to be tough, because even on the tough days, they'll bring it back um, to something good. Right. For sure. So that was our myth this week. Therapy is not always bad. It won't okay, bring out the worst in you all the time. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into our next segment, Truth Is. This your favorite, Sarah? Go on on ahead. Tell us about your truth, sis. You had really good truth last week, so let's hear it this week. I'm excited. Okay. Uh, my truth, my truth this week is that, um, and I was just telling Donna this, I don't know how often you out there, our listeners out there really, um, sit and kind of like realize things about yourself. Mm-hmm. But today in, during a session I had with a client, um, I realized that I have a gift. Like mm-hmm. after everything she shared and after everything, you know, that I said back and the challenges that I asked her, the probing questions I asked her, um, we were able to get like to not the root of something, but like we were able to see it full circle. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. this happened then. And then now when it happens to you, you, what you couldn't do then you feel like you need to overly do now. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I realized that I have a gift of talking and I have a gift of like helping people, um, see full circle things. Mm -hmm. 
And um, sometimes we take it for granted. Yeah. Sometimes we take that gift for granted and we don't use it all. But I also felt like I was test driving my future. Like, if I can do this now, you know, without much experience. Like, mm-hmm. we get we to school. We've been probably doing this for, like, internship. Two year and a half, almost two right, years. Two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're getting better at it. But it's like, yo, I really have this gift. I recognize today, like, I really have a gift. I also realized in that same moment, Donna, that um, though I know I have a gift in a therapy room or the therapy Zoom or whatever, how we're doing now, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't always translate to my interpersonal skills one-on-one with people. Mm-hmm. Um, though I can make people feel very comfortable very quickly in the therapy room, it's hard for me to um, show up as that person in, in person, mm-hmm. um, even though I have that gift. Mm-hmm. And I think I always have to remind myself now, my truth is that I need to remind myself um, that I have this gift in all areas, not just in the mm-hmm. therapy room. Like, this is who you are. Like, you have right. this gift. You carry it almost like Dora with her book bag. Right. You carry it in all aspects of your life. Right. I carry this. And to kind of tap into that book bag that I have in all areas and not just mm-hmm. when I'm in the therapy room. Right. Because I feel like as helpers, we can help people anywhere. Mm-hmm. You always so. got your therapy head on. <laughs> you be having to remind me, but <laughs> so you always got truth. it on. What's your truth? That's dope, sis. Um... So my truth this week is something that I um, I literally just posted on my social media, um, and um, it was something that I recognized. And I, I save a lot of stuff that really resonates with me, and it's something that I really um, been practicing and recognizing in myself more so uh, this week, and I would say the last couple of weeks. Um, and that is that I can pursue multiple things. Um, I can pursue multiple things and be me in different areas um so I'm not really sure so I'm going to explain it and then maybe you'll understand more what I'm saying but for example um I obviously am a professional um I'm a therapist um a lot of times um you know we show up in a professional manner right um we don't do a lot of like cursing you know in in certain in most settings um but when it comes to like my friends, my family, cert- like certain things, you can you can show up as kind of like different people in a sense in different situations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm obviously a mom, right? But it's not necessarily something that I necessarily bring to the podcast or bring to um, situations with my friends mm-hmm. um, who don't have kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you know me, and if you <laughs> If you definitely knew me when, like, my son was younger, I was that, like, I was the mom. Like, I'm always the mom. I'm always with my son. Like, I mean, he's a, you know, a teenager now, so he don't want to see me no way. But, um, and when I went to Houston, right, so I'm with my friends. Like, obviously, we're drinking. We're having fun. Uh, we turn, like, turning up in a sense. But, like, I can show up, and I think maybe you've had some, like, uh, boundaries or challenges within this, too. It's like, you can be... I can be a mom, right? I can be a therapist. I can be a co-host who still talk about, like, current events and dating and certain things. I can have a glass of wine. Um, or I can get drunk if I want because I'm grown. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, or I can twerk with my friends. Or I can go twerk. to twerk. Okay. You know? Nobody's matter. Nobody's matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, or whatever it may be. And I think that, like... Like I'm, I'm vast. I can pursue multiple things. Um, everything that I do don't have to necessarily. I'm, I mean, trust me. I think about therapy and everything I do. My traveling is my therapy. My hanging out with my friends is therapy. Me being mm-hmm. with my son is therapy, and I'm always, you know, ther- therapizing him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, um, in relationships and dating or whatever the case may be. Like, I'm, 
I do kind of always have that therapy hat on, but I don't have to just exist in the in the parameters of like I'm a professional. I need to show up as a certain way because we talked about those challenges before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can do different things. I can be Jay's mommy on Instagram um, and post therapy and twerking and alcohol and what and on the whatever same page, else. I'm gonna challenge it. Maybe. Okay. I mean, I do. Okay. I do. I kind of do. I mean, it's been a challenge. It's something that I'm kind of working on. But just that I can I can explore multiple things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, education and different things um, in the criminal justice system. Just everything in general. Um, I think I can do multiple things. Um, and maybe people, social media people don't think it should be on, on the same type of platform and stuff like that. Um, but I just think I can do... I can... I don't know. I still don't think people... Um, I mean, it's not about what people think. But I still think... People see it as kind of like a, a a well-rounded type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. I still think I don't know. You yeah. tell me. Like when you no 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 you yeah. don't definitely. I, I pick up real well-rounded. I think we're both real well-rounded people. Like mm-hmm. I think that even I don't always like to show up as a preacher, right? Mm-hmm. Because I want people to be comfortable around me. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm always so like. For instance, like with the podcast we were on, I don't mm-hmm. recognize real. Like I'll I'll have a glass of wine with you. I have a glass of champagne with you. I have a drink with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like. Again, you. I think I'm always mindful though of, mm-hmm. of the audience and who I might offend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always don't also don't leave with me being a preacher. Mm-hmm. But there are sometimes where I'm not going to show up as as comfortable I am with you mm-hmm. with other people. Right. Um. So I think that you kind of for me it's like I got to know when to hold them and know whatever. Like mm-hmm. I don't know they're saying, but you know, right, I gotta right, know you, right. You show up when, I can, when people, I can, when I can't, right? right? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I'm and not even just the preacher part. Like that's a big part, right? Because that's I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. But then it's like my job, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And not just the job with the state rep, but then it's like the job with, you know, mm-hmm. the stuff I sit on with the city. Mm-hmm. It's like certain stuff that you just, I just have to be mindful of more. Right. Um. So to your point, yeah, I could show up in all these different arenas, as, right. you know, but it's like. But you're still going, you still going to uh, put your glass of Prosecco yeah, when you out I'm, the dinner. I'm going to have my oysters right. and my Prosecco. Like, that's what I'm going to have because mm-hmm. that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um. It, right. and I'm not but I'm, it's still, I'm it about sh- that this, right. this age I'm unapologetic about I drink wine I mm-hmm. drink Prosecco I like Hennessy like that's mm-hmm. just what I like I'm 34 years old like I have to be at some point be unapologetic about what I do mm-hmm. okay Henny well you know they say that's like the bottom of the barrel of <laughs> cognacs but you know Right, it is what it is. That's what I like. Right, um, but you can, but right. So but and I also get, can show up and be professional and be everything right. else. Too. Right, and I think for me, um. Like we laugh at like the twerking thing or whatever. I don't be twerking. I feel like it was just it was just to say. But do we twerking sis? I mean, twerking. if I do, if I do, you know, no one would ever see it. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that because we still because of who we are, like we just are kind of like classy people. Because mm-hmm. we're classy people, certain things you're just not going to see us doing right, right, anyway. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So I feel like because I am that kind of like classy person, I think that. I can I can show all of the things because it, it doesn't come off as um, unprofessional. Right, right. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? But and some stuff like, I won't post, like, to your point. And some stuff I won't. And that's why I have two separate pages, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, well, I have multiple pages, not just two separate pages. But I feel like, you know, my I run there the whole page is, like, me. Mm-hmm. Right, that's that's who I am, and I and I think what people felt about us too is that you are your brand too. Like, right. so it's not just, and I think we had a conversation with, with a lot of people. Like, you you are your brand, so like you have to be careful what you post, mm-hmm. what you allow people to say on your stuff. Um, 
but I also feel like, you know, there's that separation. Like, my Dare to Hope page won't have my family on there. It won't mm-hmm. have, like, because that's not mm-hmm. their business on that page. Like, right. Simple Minds, um, the Simple Minded brand is going to have shirts. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. posting me on there because right. it's not what it's for. Right. Um, so, I think we just got to be mindful sometimes of what we share on right. what platforms. Right. And that's why I kind of challenge you, like, should some of that stuff all be on the same page or should but, we clean it up a little bit? See, I look at it as more so, like... Like, yeah, I run Dare to Hope is is your brand. Like, you post everything on there, though, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to post all of your brands on your page mm-hmm. because they're all, they're all a form of you. That's and I that's know. how I feel about my page. I don't feel like this is not a business page. This is mm-hmm. this is my page. Like, so I'm going to show up as who I am in different settings mm-hmm. on this I got page. You, you know okay, what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to show up as, as who I am. And not to the extreme as other people that we got to be like, Mm, yeah right, right. right like it's it's, too, it's it might be too much especially if you've shown up as a professional as a leader um especially so let's say this so if I, it was my dear to hope page and i'm posting us drinking prosecco and stuff like that's not right the area right me. because but right. i run there to hope i can post on prosecco right because this is who i am right the hope is who dare to hope is right that's true and, and everybody i feel like and even um and like youtube personalities and stuff like that like they are um, like they still may minimize the stuff that they show, mm-hmm. but they still are their brand. So they're right. going to show different aspects of right. whatever, whatever they're doing. So, um, so yeah, that's my truth this week is that I can, I can exist in different settings. I can, I can, I can do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it still is, um, kind of like clean, classy. It doesn't, it, right. it doesn't have to be messy. Gotcha. It can still be, um, professional, right, right. um, with my wine. And gotcha. my glass and my twerking if, if necessary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so let's get ready for our next segment. Two-minute sessions. So, Donna, how do I know if my therapist is a good fit for me? So... Every therapist, um, I think, shows up in a different way. Um, and every client shows up in a different way. I think that you would know if your therapist is a good fit for you um, and how you feel in that setting, right? Say, Same yeah. thing in a relationship. Mm-hmm. How do you feel when you're there? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel when you leave? How do you feel when you know you got to go when you don't want to go? That's the, that's the thing. When you know you have to go, when you know you have to get on Zoom, how do you feel? Do you feel excited to go? Do you feel like these things have been accomplished? Um, do you feel, like, safe in in whatever it is? And it may not be the first, second, or third, or however long session. Um, me and Sarah know someone um, who said, I think, I think they said that they didn't open up to their therapist about something specific or they lied to them into years. like the yeah years I'm sorry mm-hmm. I'm, my therapist like immediately mm-hmm. like you're lying right um they lied to their therapist about something for years that was not a good fit for you if you felt like you need to lie for years um but yeah that's that's what i would say the how you know is a good fit right you i would say that. it's like this i always say this like therapist is like you know trying on sneaks um and you might not, you got to find the ones that fit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I can just talk from my experience. And when I first went to therapy, when I first, when I first got the courage to even go to therapy, I um, made an appointment with a therapist and like, literally she was me. She mirrored my behavior. She was mm-hmm. all over the place. You know how I am, Donna, like, yo, keep me here five minutes. And it's like, mm-hmm. girl, what? It's like, you know what I mean? 
but she was just like all over the place. So I had made an appointment with her. I showed up. She wasn't there. She called me and said that I was late. So she left, but I really wasn't late. And it was just like she was already in the car almost to where she was going. Mm -hmm. So like, you forgot I had an appointment. She went, I made two more appointments with her. She had to cancel both of them. I'm like, yo, I can't. Mm -hmm. um, but then my friend gave me Dr. Scott's card. Mm -hmm. And so your point about the feelings... When I got there with Dr. Scott, I was so anxious when I got there. But then, like, I felt at peace as we started talking. Mm -hmm. Like, my anxiety started to lower. And I never met her before that. My anxiety started to lower and lower and lower as we began to talk. And to your point, how do you feel on days you don't want to go to therapy? I felt like I needed that time with Dr. Scott because I needed to talk about my stuff. Like, mm -hmm. and I felt comfortable and safe enough to talk about my stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I never cried in therapy because just as my... I, I fought it because I got in, you know, you know how I feel about crying in front of people. Right. But it was still a fit. I trusted her. And, and to the point where she was able to call me on my stuff. So even days when you go in there and try to lie or try to act like, you know, everything's good. Um, because uh, because we had built that um, therapy relationship so well, it was like she could know when I wasn't being fully honest. Mm -hmm. um, so that's my therapy story. Like, you got to find the fit. And I think for me, it was the peace I felt. Like, I didn't feel anxious anymore mm -hmm. it wasn't like a a nervous thing it was like all right well i'm going to therapy i can literally lay on this couch and just right woosah mm -hmm. for an hour um so that's that would be my advice like you know the feeling like don't ignore your feelings either like mm -hmm. and i tell people all the time like you're not married to your therapist like you don't if it's not a right fit then then get your therapist to refer right. you out or you find somebody else like you're not right. married or lip tied to your therapist like Mm -hmm. find one that fits you find one that you're comfortable with find one that works with your schedule like mm -hmm. find one that accepts your insurance like all those things right. matter those like things, those things right. play into like how do you know it's a good fit so mm -hmm. that's our little um two minute session two minute session for the day and we're done sis yes we what's your done. feel good song my feel good song of the week I was vibing to this joint earlier on my way to an event um Miss Philadelphia by Music Soul Child okay you ever heard that song I did, but I can't sing it. You want me to sing it? I, <laughs> I definitely don't want you to sing it. Um, but that's our feel good song of the week. Um, we appreciate y'all for listening and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, that's our episode this week. You got anything else you want to say, sis? No, I think we I think we hit the nail on the head. Are we going to talk about why this episode is short or are we just going to keep it moving? No, we're going to keep it moving. We're okay. on episode six, season two. Yeah. So we will see y'all next week for episode seven. All right, y'all. Peace out. Have a dope week on purpose. Our feel good song of the week is Miss Philadelphia by Philly's own music soul child. Miss P H I L L Y. Let's just try to do this. I hope that I'm not asking too much, but can I get a little hometown love? She's from Philadelphia. She's from the West Side.